Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm so excited to share this interview with you today. I'm talking with my friend Bree. We have a great conversation about paving your own way, finding a way, following your dreams, and so much more. I'm so excited for you to listen to it. So let's get to it. Hey, Brie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Brie and I actually met on a social audio app called Clubhouse a couple months ago, and we kind of connected through Instagram. And I love her message. I love what she's about. So I've invited her here to kind of share who she is, what she does, and um, hopefully have a really good discussion. So Brie, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do, who you are, and kind of your message? Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I almost said this is free speaking. <laughs> Love house problems. Yeah. So I am a life and business coach, and it is my passion in life to empower as many women as possible to pursue a life that sets their soul on fire, especially moms, um, because I am one. I am a mom of three. And one day I just had this revelation that it had been years since I asked myself what I wanted. And ever since I've been able to take charge of that and really start to pursue the things that I want, I've just been so much happier, such a better mom. I'm such a better person. I have more money. I have an amazing business. And so I just am really passionate about empowering women to do the same thing. I love that. And we were actually talking last night in Thrive about how we don't always see the importance of investing in ourselves as moms and as women. We feel like it's really inconvenient or like it's just not worth it. We convince ourselves we don't have the time, the energy. But as you just said, when you do those things, you have more time almost and energy and health. And it's it's so good to take time to just invest in you and do the things that you enjoy. And like, I just love it. I love it. Pursuing your dreams and the desires of your heart. And you know that mom's special place in my heart too. So I love what you're all about. I want you to tell me though, because I know that you share your story, that personal side, um, you kind of intertwine that into your business, which not a lot of people do. And so how did you get the courage? Like, where does the courage come from to be able to kind of share that in your business and share openly like you do? This is such a good question because I didn't always have it. (laughs) Um, one thing I will say that really helps me is the, the parts of my story that are my story are the only ones that I share. So I don't share other people's part of the story. And that really freed me because I, I have an obligation to share what I've been through so that other people can learn, but also to, for myself, like for my own peace, for my own freedom And a lot of what I went through and what I've been through has shaped me into the person that I am that has helped me to be the business coach that I am, right? Because a lot of the things that I went through required a lot of problem solving. And so I can pretty much figure anything out. And that is like my superpower. And so not telling people about my story would kind of never give them the basis to understand why, where I'm coming from and why it's so important or why I'm so good at what I do. But also just because I love women, I love people. And I think that when we hold on to guilt and shame, it can really destroy who we are, the things that we want to pursue. And so a lot of the things that I've been through, I, I felt really lonely when I was going through them. And I want other people to know that they're, you don't have to be alone and other people go through the same things. And also everything's figure outable. Like you can do anything that you set your mind to. I know it because I've been forced into some pretty tough situations, 
and I survived. I figured them out. No excuses. And so if I can do it, you can do it. And the courage really just comes from knowing that there are going to be people in the world that can benefit from hearing what I've been through and learn something because I believe that that's how we grow in life by learning and teaching and giving and taking. And so I just want to be here to be able to encourage someone to do the same thing. Yeah. I love when you were saying how your struggles, you kind of turn those into a stream. I really feel like there's like a mindset switch there to where we have a choice and there comes a time, a point in time where we have to kind of choose, okay, how are we going to use or utilize the things we've been through these places that were really dark? They were full of hurt and pain. How can we turn that into a message? What point would you say that you kind of had that realization? I know for me, I think it was kind of like a process, but there was definitely like a point in time where I made the decision, like I wasn't going to be a victim to circumstances or anything that I had gone through. What was that realization like for you to step into this role of, I'm going to now empower and encourage other women by sharing my story? Oh, that's such a good question. So <laughs> I, I definitely do also believe that throughout multiple periods of my life, I had a just realization, like, I'm not going to be the victim in this story. Like, this is not going to be where I am like, oh, woe is me. But like, just to be really honest, like I've been in situations where I was a victim and I had to make a decision. Am I going to allow this to defeat me or am I going to find a way to rise above this? Mm -hmm. And so I started to think about that in everyday situations. I think that really like the pivotal moment for me was when I quit my full-time like career, like the best job that I've ever had, like on paper besides, you know, now my business is the best job I've ever had. But like at that time, it was the most money I have, had ever made. It was like the best job that I had ever had. It was like, I was proud to say that I was doing what I was doing but that my work environment was so toxic. I was so miserable. And no matter how much money I made, the time that I wasn't getting to have to myself, what I was enduring every single day, like the emotional taxing that it was doing on me, it just like wasn't worth it anymore. And I, even though, you know, I was getting up and I was going and do, doing this, this thing every day, I was like letting this control my life. And I was, it was a choice. It was not... A situation where I was forced into it. It was something that I decided that I needed that paycheck. I decided that I needed that stature, like that title. And so I chose to live in misery every single day. Mm -hmm. and, and when I finally quit the job, I had a chance to stop and kind of check in with myself and say, wait a minute, what are we doing here? Are we going to keep on going through this cycle of almost self-sabotage because I had been through so many things that had taught me better, but I was still kind of repeating the same patterns by choice. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to allow somebody else to dictate my entire life. Like I've been on this planet for X amount of time and I have a choice. Like I have a say, and I, I would say that was only maybe like four years ago, maybe before I had that realization, like, wait a minute, I'm in charge here. This is my life. It's kind of like when you go from, you're like an adult, but you're still like looking for an adult. And then one day you realize you are the adult. Yes. yes. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> and every day I can choose to get up and go to a job that I hate, or I can find one that I like, or I can make my own path. I love that. When you were just talking, I thought of, you know, we sometimes we have to shed or let go of what we know and what we're 
comfortable with, even though it's not serving us because you were saying you were making the choice to continue in this, which was pretty miserable. And so sometimes we do, we like repeat these habits. And even if it's like a job or whatever it is, because it's comfortable, we stay there because it's what we know. But sometimes we have to step out of that, kind of shed that and leave that behind to be able to step into our true purpose and what we were really born and created to do. So I know that you're a woman of faith. How have you kind of trusted and stepped out before you knew the big picture of things? I know you're kind of big about that. You talk about taking action before you have the big picture and kind of stepping out in that faith. So what has that looked like for you, especially with leaving that job behind and kind of creating your own thing and kind of blazing your own trail? How have you stepped out in faith and taken action before you even knew the big picture? Again, great question. (laughs) So one thing about me and God, okay, I know he has my back. I have been just from the beginning of my life, like the theme of my life is God kept me. And so I'm huge on scriptures that speak the truth. And I know that God has a plan for my life. To me, there's just no way that anybody could tell me that he doesn't because I've seen time in and time out how he has shown up exactly when I needed him. And I also believe that, you know, the Bible says that faith without works is dead. And I really, truly, genuinely believe that the things that God has for us, he wants us to move. He wants us to believe that they exist and then act and not act in our own will, but really stop and ask him for wisdom and learn discipline and discernment and follow through. And it's, if you think about anything, like any plan, you have to, you can have the end in mind. You have to do something every single day to get there. You can't just will it. And you know, that's not faith. Will and faith are not the same thing. And so I would say that my faith comes from just believing that, but I'll tell you a story and it's like, it's crazy. So the job that I was working in, I was working in recruiting human resources. And so I had, I signed um, an NDA and I signed a contract that meant that I wasn't allowed to work for like any of our clients, any other staffing agencies in our area, a bunch of different things. And so that made it really hard for me to find a job where I lived in the same field that I was working in. But on top of that, we were working with every career website every single day. So if I would put my resume on one of them, my boss would have seen it. She was also the owner. And so that had happened and like people have been fired for doing that. So it was just not really, if you wanted to, if I wanted to look for another job without quitting, I really had to be like super secretive about it and, and really try to like seek out those jobs. But I didn't even have time to do that because I was working all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I had known that I wanted to quit for a while and I had tried to have conversations with her about like where the, where my path was and like what was going on. And really <laughs> what was happening was that she was just like offering me more money and like more responsibility, but it was like kind of like gaslighting actually. So it just wasn't working out. One day I woke up and I was physically ill. Like I was like, I cannot go to this job today. Like I'm so sick. And I was, I just felt like, you know, I was praying about it and I felt like God was telling me you're not going back there. And I turned my phone off. And I just like sat in worship music and I, I, this is like so horrible. Nobody should put their job like this, but I really like, I just turned my phone off. I didn't answer the phone. I didn't call them. I didn't anything because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was just like, Lord, I'm at a loss. Like I am, but 
my physical body was like ill. And I just was, it was just so shocking to me. So I'm praying and I felt like God was telling me just apply for jobs. And I was terrified when I tell you I was terrified. It took me, this was an all day thing. This happens at like eight o'clock in the morning till like 5 PM. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And I'm, I'm just like, all right, fine. I had my resume updated and I just applied for a couple jobs. I didn't put my resume up like on the, on the site, but I applied for jobs that were a little out of the area and hope in hopes that like nobody would reach out to her and let her know. But I was like, you know what, even if they do, I need to do this. So, um, I was drafting up an email, getting ready to just kind of explain where I was coming from again and really trying to, trying to determine whether or not I was quitting. I was telling her all the information about everything I was working on. And I get a phone call from this pastor that I used to, I used to go to his church and we used to host Bible studies like throughout the week together. And I hadn't talked to him in a while. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you called me. I really need you to pray for me today. Like God must've been telling you because blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like telling him my whole thing. And I'm probably talking for like 15 minutes. And he's like, oh, well, that's why I'm calling you. And I'm like, and he's like, you applied for a job that I posted on Indeed. And I wanted to know if you could come in for an interview tomorrow. Like, that's it. I quit my job in an email. And the next day I went for an interview and he hired me. And that's how I really started to get into knowing how to start my own business and what it was going to take for me to get my own clients and start consulting. And I learned so much about marketing and everything there. And then from there, I am here. So God always shows up when we're willing to take that first or maybe even two scary, scary steps. Yeah. I love that. It's almost like you, if you would have quit your job that day and then just pivoted to this, what you're doing now, you know what I'm saying? You had to have that step in between or steps. Like you were saying, sometimes it it is a process to kind of get to where he's called you to be. But I think it's just being aware and being open to listening and receiving. And when we do that, he moves. You know, it looks different through different seasons, I think. But I kind of am seeing that in my own life where I thought that it was going to be this thing or maybe not this thing, but this thing temporarily. And then it's kind of led to something else. And I think that's just how he works. Sometimes I don't think that we could see everything all at once. I don't think I would be able to handle it. It's almost like small doses of, okay, just follow the next right step, do the next right thing. Trust me, step out in faith. And then like you said, he shows up and he follows through. Let's talk about that for a second. Faith over fear, because I don't know about you, but I have dealt with anxiety most of my life. I have always been a very fearful person. You know, when you share and when I see what you're posting on social media, I'm like, she's so confident. She has this faith. She's like pumping me up. And I know that's like what you're all about, but (laughs) I'm curious, faith over fear. How do you encourage that in other women for their businesses and the things they want to do and kind of step out in? Oh, I love this. So, you know, like we said before, God qualifies us. And so I really think that it's, if we are called to something, it's just what we're supposed to do. We're just supposed to follow it and see it through and, and see what happens. But also I know that that's not like the most practical thing. I know that there are reasons why people don't take risks, right? I'm never going to tell anyone to quit their job because I was desperate when I quit my job. I was worried about where my next paycheck was going to come from. 
And now because of where I am, I have a completely different mentality about paychecks in general, right? I probably will never wait for a paycheck from someone ever again. And well, I won't, but (laughs) um, at the time though, I was like, I need this job to pay my bills. And so I completely understand why somebody wouldn't want to go from there to here. But if you are feeling like there is something that's calling you, something that you want to do, something that is like just tugging at you that won't go away, why not just find a way every day to try to like make it happen, to try to make it work, to take one step forward, just because it's something that you want. Like if you really, really like deep down inside, if you think about it, these things are passions. There are dreams. There are desires that we push down because someone else told us that they weren't realistic. But, but God tells us that that's why we're here. <laughs> and like really to be in service to one another. And most of the time, those passions are of service to other people. But I also, my motto is solutions over sulking. Like I said, I've been through so many things where I had to find a way out and I had to figure out what the best thing to do was. And I'm, I've made plenty of mistakes doing that. And that's how I learned. And so when you have faith over fear, you're able to say, okay, well, if I make a mistake, then that means that I have to do this thing differently. And if it works, then I'll do more of that. And, and just know that that's going to happen. I remember when I had first started like really taking my business seriously and I was just like making mistake after mistake. Cause I've I've worked with so many businesses that I thought that I was going to like execute everything flawlessly. Nobody does that. Um, but I was telling my boyfriend, this is, I just keep on failing and, and like, this is not working and I don't know if this is going to work. And he was like, well, you're just going to have to get used to failing. Like you're just going to have to stop complaining about it get used to the fact that that's going to be part of the process. It's like, then what am I really afraid of? Because I know that I'm willing to do anything it takes to, to turn this business into what I want it to be. So what am I really afraid of? Am I afraid of success? Am I afraid of other people seeing me in a different light? What am I truly afraid of getting down to that and giving that to God and saying, you know what, God, I'm afraid that I'm going to make so much money and, I, and I'm not going to know what to do with it. And waiting for God to be like, okay, well, you're going to give the money to this place or you're going to do this thing with this thing or being like, girl, you're not there yet. So let's focus on what's in front of you right here. <laughs> and so just really getting to a place of like, what is, what am I afraid of? Yeah. And I think sometimes that's hard to identify. I think sometimes, I mean, even for me, I know that it's, it's hard because we kind of just live in our thoughts and our habits and these things seem so normal to us, but really it's limiting beliefs. It is, you know, things that are keeping us stuck. It's lies that we believe about ourselves. I like how you said that you have to be willing, or your boyfriend actually said, you've got to get used to hearing no. I think we think that when we make this decision and we're like, even if it's, it feels spiritual and kind of led by God, we're like, okay, God, I'll follow you and I'll do this thing. And then it's like not well received or it doesn't work out or it wasn't the best idea. And it's kind of like we said a minute ago, it's taking the steps to get there. Like you had to do that thing and create that thing to take the next step. 
that's what I found to be true in my own life. And practically speaking, like you were saying, not everybody's going to get it. Like it's, we're not going to get it right the first time. It's not going to be like the winner the very first time. We're not going to do things flawlessly. There is a, a process of learning and growing. And I think a lot of people, especially women in business, get discouraged and they just like quit or they get told no, or the thing doesn't do as well as they thought it would. And then they're like, well, that's it. It just didn't work out. And I think it's like you were saying, we have to have that drive and know that the purpose and the vision and the mission is bigger than this one thing that didn't work out. It's about so much more than that. So just keeping our eyes focused on more of a big picture even though we don't know the big picture, but we know what we're called to do, like those purposes and those dreams in our hearts, like you were saying in the beginning and just staying connected to that. That's what I found to be really just the difference maker for me, because I know the old me would have given up at this point. Like I've been in this for a while now and I've had to like, keep at it and keep at it and things don't work out. And then things change. And I'm like, well, I thought that it was this thing. So is it this thing? What is happening? I don't know. And then sometimes I'm like, I don't know what direction it is. I don't know what the answer is, but I do feel a shift and a pull that it's not supposed to be this thing anymore. It's kind of scary, like we were saying, to step out in faith and to trust over your fears or what people might think or what might happen and just kind of trust that, you know, there is a bigger purpose and just keep pursuing that thing every single day. Okay. One more thing I want to talk about before we wrap it up. I saw in one of your posts, you said you don't need light when you are light. So when you embody that and what I took it to mean was, is just that we carry light within us. And so if there's someone out there, if there's a mom or a woman listening who feels like that she's in darkness, and especially if she's a believer, what would you say to her to remind her of that light that she has and the light that is within her? Ooh, I like this question. So you're spot on with what you said. I like when we are the light, when we're out there just being the person that God calls us to be, there are other people that are just waiting to to meet us and to intercede for us and to and to be there with us and partner with us. And it's really again in that like faith over fear. Like, are you willing to put yourself out there enough? to find those people or to let those people find you. But also when you are able to really be rooted in God's truth, like really understand what it is that, that you're here to do. And maybe like you said, you don't know the whole picture. I have no idea. I have so many passions and so many things that I'm filtering through and really just trying to lean into like what God's calling me to do today and then maybe like next week and then we'll see what happens like five years from now but when you have that light when you know that that is like you're called to something bigger and you have that promise inside of you there's nothing that can take that away from you and so you we should be walking in it and when we're walking in it we're happier we're lighter it's easier for us to build connection and to serve others and to really do what we're here for You don't need to constantly seek like approval from other people or, you know, the shine. You don't need all of those things when, because you already have it, you already have it inside of you. And when you embody that and you're able to exude that then you can be the light for other people. And then it just keeps, it's like a domino effect. And I just, I love that. I I wish that it was like something that we could physically hold and pass on to one another. (laughs) I agree. No, I agree. It's definitely, it's hard to kind of explain my hope and my desire is just that women who are listening, 
they experience that, whether it's something that we share, a story we tell, if they find us on social media or wherever, like connect with us and something that we say. I just, I pray that they know, like, and come to know that light and that deeper purpose and meaning in life. Because even as a Christian, I think that Satan kept me stuck in believing lies for far too long. And so when you kind of can shed those things and really, really step into who God's called you to be, and like you really, really, it's like you're saying, you really know and you're really living it, there's a difference. And so that's kind of my hope for um, you know the conversations here. And I think that what you've shared has been amazing. I know that women and moms are going to be so encouraged um, and there's so much here to kind of think on. And I know that they're just going to be full of light and hope. Was there anything else that you wanted to share? You can tell us where we can find you on socials, how we can connect or anything else that you want to share before we kind of wrap up. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. I'm here. Like I'm here for all of the women who are in pursuit of something bigger than them. And I just, I love what you're doing and it embodies empowerment. And that is what I'm all about. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Brie Bradley, B-R-E-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y and two underscores. And I will be launching an online business breakthrough accelerator program. So if you are looking to get started in your online business or you're already started and you don't have customers or clients or the customers and clients that you want to have, that program is for you. I am always waitlisting if the doors are not open, but there will be two launches of it through the end of um, 2021. And then 2022, it'll relaunch in March. So I'm really excited about that. It's really for a woman who is looking to be empowered in her business, looking for community and looking really to learn practical strategies to lay a foundation that will help you grow beyond that like one, two year mark. So that's where you can find me. Thank you so much for having me, Kaysen. So good. So good. Thank you for sharing. And you have an email list as well, right? I do. I always have resources in my Instagram bio. One of the, I right now I have an online business workbook. If that's not there at this time, you can sign up for my email list there as well. Love it. Love it. And I'm going to link all of that in the show notes, um, your Instagram profile. And if you have um, a link to anything else, we can, we'll link all the resources for everybody below. So thank you so much. This was so good. So fun. Thanks again for being here and we'll have to do it again soon. This was really, really good. Yeah, this was so good. I love Brie and I loved that conversation. I hope that you thought it was helpful. I hope that something in it encouraged you. Please follow Brie on socials, find her, connect with her. You can find all of her information in the show notes below. Thanks so much for being here. Be sure to follow and subscribe, leave a rate and review for the podcast. I would so appreciate it.